Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Just as there is a physical birth, there must be a spiritual birth or rebirth, as Jesus said to Nicodemus, in order for you to be reconciled to your Father who is spirit. Colossians 1, 24 through 27 explains it this way. Paul says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church. When we come into a relationship with Jesus, we are born again. In today's message, Pastor Robert explains it, that we have to be reborn to be a Christian. Our lives are so different once we meet Jesus that it's as if we are a different person and our lives need to look changed. If not, then how will people know we're saved? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans, chapter 16, as he continues his message, Final Thoughts. You know, in John chapter 3, it seems like one of the leading rabbis in Israel was wrestling with this mystery. What's the mystery? The mystery is how, how can a perfect God, I mean, we've already established evil company corrupts good habits. Evil always corrupts. A little leaven leavens the whole lump, Jesus said. And it always corrupts. So how is it then that a perfect God, perfectly holy, perfectly just, perfectly righteous, perfect in every way, but so how can he reconcile unto himself me and you? With all our mess, all of our imperfection, all of our flaws, how is he, how is he going to pull that off without being corrupted himself? That's the mystery. How is he going to do that? Now, this guy, I, 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 wonder, I wonder if Nicodemus, you know, it would be interesting that one day when we're all in heaven, you know, we're there, Nicodemus. Did you, Nicodemus, did you, I mean, were you thinking about this? Is this what you were thinking about? Because listen to what he does. He comes. It says, a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with them. And that's it. He doesn't ask a question. He just makes this pronouncement. And Jesus answers and, and says to him, you know you got to be born again, right? I mean, it just seems like it comes out of left field. Nicodemus is not asking him anything. He just says, we know you're from God because you're doing some crazy miracles. And the only way that's possible is if you came from God. And, and Jesus says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see this, the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? 
Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. See, that's the key to understanding what Jesus is communicating right there. If it's born of the flesh, it is flesh. Your humanity can only produce humanity. Your flawed human nature is only ever going to produce more flawed human nature. You can't work this thing out by yourself, among yourselves. He says, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. So that's the final point today. Point number three, you must be born again. You must be. Just as there is a physical birth, there must be a spiritual birth or rebirth, as Jesus said to Nicodemus, in order for you to be reconciled to your Father who is spirit. Colossians 1, 24 through 27 explains it this way. Paul says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister. And the idea there, I became a servant to the church according to the stewardship of, from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden. See, there it is. This mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints, his church is the idea. To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, that's the revelation, that's it's the mystery laid open and made manifest. The answer is Christ in you. That's how, that's how God reconciles imperfect humanity. He removes the imperfections. He, he, he sends his own spirit. He, he sends the spirit of Christ. Spirit of God. The, the, the Holy Spirit moves in and makes us alive. Spiritually speaking, gives us the capacity to be reunited, to be reconciled. He transforms us on the inside. He makes your body his temple. When you confess your sin and you, and you ask him to be the, the, the master of your soul, the Lord of your life. In, in Galatians 2.20, Paul worded it like this. To the Galatians, Paul said, I, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Now, obviously, they knew he had not been literally physically crucified with Jesus because they had seen him. He had been in their, you know, been among them and, and everything. What he was trying to help them to understand is I consider myself dead. The old guy, he died. I don't, I don't live for me anymore. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 2 Corinthians 5.17, he says the same thing, just slightly differently. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God as opposed to being of you. Now they're of him. Now the plans, the goals, the objectives, the hopes, the dreams... What I used to dream about, what I, what I used to work 
toward and hope for. That's all still in the tomb. Now it's Jesus. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And guys, that's, the, that's his priority for your life. It's not that you would have a nicer house, your kids going to a better school and, you know, living the American dream and prosperity, whatever. I mean, fill in the blank. That's, no, that's, that's not really the thing he's most concerned about. What he's concerned about as another one of our teachers, she, she had this little acronym. He wants you to be a trog, the righteousness of God. And he's working on that. He's actively working on that. He's, he's working in you. He's, he's actively transforming you on the inside. Again, we live in a world where we're constantly swimming in sewage. And a lot of times we just kind of embrace it. You know, we're, we're, we're desensitized to it. And so we just, we're just, you know, just doing the bite. We're just kind of hanging out. We're enjoying this thing. And he says, no. No, you, you need to stop that. You need to avoid those that influence you toward that. You need to, you need to change the way you, you're living. You, you need to be renewed you know, have your mind transformed by the Word. You need to spend more time immersed in the Word. You need to be listening to music that immerses you in, in truth rather than deception, that calls you up higher, spiritually speaking. Joining us today for Main Thing Radio. There's so much to learn and appreciate from the Book of Romans. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome, even though he'd never met those people. This is how it can be with ministry over the radio, too. People are touched by God's Word, even if you haven't met in person. For those who do live nearby Miami, we invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We offer Spanish translation for the 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. services. If you're not able to join us in person, join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. If these messages have been an encouragement to your heart, would you let us know? Give us a call at 305-531-2730. When you call, also let us know how we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305 
531 2730. Thanks so much for listening to God's Word today. We trust it has blessed your soul and renewed you in a special way. That's it for today, but please come back next time right here on Main Thing Radio.